Hey, hey, it's the Pretty Corrupt Podcast, your inside guide to celebrity scandals and the reality of reality TV. I'm Jordan Ross Myers, the man behind Twitter's notorious Don Gumbelson and Lee Rodswell, along with my co-hosts, Stacey Noel Connor and Nate Safer. Welcome to the Bravo Breakdown. Let's head over to Beverly Hills. Woo! The only hills that ever matter. I know, it's the only show. It consumes my life. Podcast, social media, personal party. No, it's all, it's my favorite. It's my favorite. Mine too. It's all I think about. <laughs> it's the only Bravo, it's the only Bravo show I've ever, well, besides Top Chef, the only one I ever watched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you could actually put uh, like a, a montage, just a clip. It would be like a whole episode fill a whole episode of PCP episodes throughout the years where I'm basically saying like Beverly Hills is the only one that <laughs> the only one that really yeah. matters to me or to Andy Cohen calls it the crown jewel of Bravo. So I feel like maybe did you guys maybe, watch this. Maybe we, I should start doing side episodes where I just talk about the other Bravo shows, just briefly breaking them down. <laughs> Minus the two of you, because you two are useless when it comes to the rest um, of them. But <laughs> I watch all no, the it, rest. It, honestly, it'd be way funnier if I did the side podcast talking about the other ones. Actually, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. You do the side podcast where you talk about all of them. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Did I watch it? Please, Jordan. Of course I watched it. My my girl's anniversary party? Come on. I actually have to say, I kind of lived this episode a little bit. I was watching this week. It was a good one. Yeah. And I was like watching this. It's the Sutton, Sutton's party and Kim's there, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. I did. I was just like thinking back. I was watching. I was like, oh, wait. I actually um, had to run something over to uh, her house. <laughs> Well, she was getting ready to like leave for this party, and I didn't put it together to watching this week. I was like, "Oh wait, I was with her like two hours before." I found it funny that Kim that Kyle kept talking about how basically Kim was the reason that they were late, and I was like, "Well, that sounds on brand from what uh, (laughs) Jordan has told us about Kim's getting ready habits." Mm -hmm. So I was like, "Sure, Yeah. yeah." Yeah, it takes a while. That episode, yeah. I mean, this one was good. I liked it. I mean, in the Sutton's anniversary party, what is it? The, her, the fourth, fourth anniversary? Well, everybody knows the fourth anniversary is the biggest one. You don't celebrate yeah. like the fifth. You you go big for the fourth, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know. I was trying to do the math. Did Sutton launch the store in conjunction with uh, joining the show? Yes. Was it one of those? I believe so. I think so. Yeah, that makes sense. I, mean, I was trying to think how many seasons she's been on. Mm-hmm. But she did it with her own money. Like, or <laughs> her marriage. That was, money, so that you was, know that was one, of the, one of the best parts of the whole show. <laughs> but yeah, I t- I'm doing it on my own without anybody's money. And then there's the voice off camera. But you're using your spouse as a port? She said, of course I am. <laughs> so she like, and she owned it, you know? Yeah. She had, she had some great, great quotes in this episode when the, the pre, the planning for the party, when um, I think it was Avi or maybe her store manager asked her if, if there, if she wanted food and her response is no food because everybody here is on a Activia anyway. She couldn't remember <laughs> a Zambex. So she called it Activia, you know, same thing. The yogurt that regulates your bowels and, and Ozembek, same thing. Oh, and then she called it Olympic. She's like, yep. Activia? O- Olympic? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I have two things about one. I think the activity acti- act Activio is a jab, perhaps, because Kyle always brings on Jamie Lee Curtis, who's the spokesperson for that. And then the second one is, I think her inability to say Ozempic or recall the name was a little bit of a... Oh, it's such a jab. It's a jab jab at Erica. It's a jab at Erica and kind of at Kyle. It may be what she thinks Kyle Mm. is doing, although we've now said that we don't think that Kyle is doing that, actually. Um, but definitely yeah. Erica, in our alleged opinion, is uh, is on the on the Olympic. Yeah, yeah, she was playing dumb with that. Mm. Oh yeah, absolutely. But but and which is funny though because definitely Sutton doesn't need Ozempic because her her small esophagus keeps her from needing it. Basically, you know, it's it that's food restriction yeah. right there. I I am so over Anne Marie. Yeah, I already. just can't even begin. Honestly, when she... Well, okay. Just where to even start. But... Um, I've got a list already, so yeah. Yeah, no, I don't need... I literally... The, the one that was pissing me off is that when she was giving Sutton the um, unasked for, frankly, uh, medical advice, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Uh, didn't seem particularly particularly knowledgeable. No. Like, she she is a medical professional, That is, so far as we know. Um, yeah, but it seems to come in question her special... later on. <laughs> yeah, because she does. I mean, she didn't seem to know. I I know what an esophageal stricture is. What what she, what Sutton's claiming she has. I know what that is. And Anne Marie's acting like she's never heard of it. Yeah, like it's the most mysterious illness she's ever seen. And Doctor Tiffany Moon from Real Housewives of Dallas. She she's an anesthe- She's an anesthesiologist, and she was like, "This is a real thing. This yeah. is real." And I can't believe that she is being like, "This is like it's almost like medical bullying." Or she used a different term it's, against Anne Marie, but she was like, "She's like, no Sutton. If Sutton says that she has this, then Sutton has it because it is a real thing. Like, don't question her." And Anne Marie wasn't even doing it like in a. I need to. I I should school you on the knowledge. She was flippantly making fun of her. Yeah. Like this whole time, she's been doing it like laughing at her. Being like, you don't have this. That's stupid. The thing, also, the thing with her and her things about gabapentin. You can't drink. You can't do this. It is true. I should say you shouldn't. I'm from very familiar with it as a non medical as a as a as a um. As a pharmaceutical enthusiast, a, yeah. <laughs> a ph- yeah. self-taught pharma, no, but it makes you drowsy. But other than that, it has so many purposes. I know mm-hmm. people who have it for neuropathy, for anxiety, mm-hmm. for honestly, for withdrawals from alcohol mm-hmm. um, when they're like, at, when they've been on a bender and it helps. I, I'm not a medical professional, but I mean, I know people from like with all kinds of conditions and walks of life who use it. And um, yeah. So I, yeah, people drink on it. I'm not saying you should, but that's what the Sutton, Sutton kept saying. Like, well, my doctor says it's fine. And she kept saying, you know, my doctor says this, my doctor says that. And Anne Marie, and I love it to this, get to the point where Sutton just is like, okay, are you my doctor? Like, do you want my, do you want my insurance card saying this to Anne Marie, mm. which I thought was hysterical. And then Anne Marie turned it around and said, you're being condescending to me. And I lost it just watching that. I w- if I were in that room with Sutton, it would have been like a hold my hoop situation where they'd be holding me back. <laughs> you're being, of all people, her saying to Sutton, you're being condescending. Yeah. <laughs> She's the worst. She's the worst. 
But I want to say, though, it would be amazing if something that came out of this season, because Housewives has kind of normalized things like Ozempic, and it's taught us all kinds of like plastic surgery tips and lifestyle tips and things like that. (laughs) If the next trend um, in LA weight loss is having having your esophagus tightened, (laughs) I mean, I'm sure they're already doing that turkey, you know. Like like, like uh, esophageal rejuvenation is the next diet trend. Oh, I'm going to look that into sounds, it. That sounds, that sounds terrible. I mean, for anybody who's ever gotten just food trapped in your throat, yeah. like that awful, like you're not choking, it's just stuck in your throat. Imagine that all the time. Oh. Like that just sounds fucking awful. Though Erica did have the great line about it. Where she, where she said, I said to just give a blowjob and that'll fix the esophagus issue right away. And then she followed it up with, clearly Sutton's not deep throating, therefore there are no second dates. And I'm like, oh, Erica. Oh, <laughs> she's delightful. That's just oh, delightful. Yeah. Man. Well, Anne-Marie, I already, so we, we finally got Anne-Marie's intro, basically. The welcome to Anne-Marie uh, profile. And, you know, with her with her husband and her kids and her long confessional time. And I was not impressed. Like, when she mm-hmm. starts going off about how when she met Marcus, there were all these other women going after him. And then basically at the end, she's like, I won. I was like, oh, excuse me? What is this? This is not a competition yeah, yeah. with other women. Like, that that immediately turned me off. And she's already done a couple of th- like, said a couple of things that I was like, I don't think you you like other women. Like you feel like you're always in competition over other women. And that like proved my point right there. Mm-hmm. I was like, hello, because she was like, she was like, he immediately was focused on me. He told me he wanted to marry me right away. And I was like, well, that's a red flag right there. I'm sorry. Like, mm-hmm. look, a few years ago and in fairy tale land, it's 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 romantic to think of like a man you meeting a man and him saying he wants to marry you right away. Now we kind of know a little bit better that that's a more of a controlling type of thing. Not saying that necessarily, but for me that raises a red flag. Not only from hearing other people's things, but my own personal experience. Second of all, though, when she was talking about how her husband Marcellus, who has been accused in New York State under the Adult Survivors Act which just expired, but he's been accused of sexual assault while he was in Columbia college. We talked about this, I think a couple of episodes ago, Mm. but he, you know, she's talking about how he tells her all the time that she's an eight and a half in everything, eight and a half in looks and eight and a half in parenting and eight and a half. And I was just dumbfounded. And she was like wearing it with a badge of honor, but I was like, but she's not wearing it with a badge of honor. She's lying about this. She doesn't like it because look, this is the thing. I don't necessarily like to be lied to. He gave her a nine and a half on the body though. (laughs) Because that's all that matters to him. Let's get real Mm -hmm. here. Like that's disgusting. I couldn't couldn't catch a glimpse of the ring, but I was kind of like, I was wondering if this is a theme in their marriage and he gave her an eight and a half carat (laughs) engagement ring and was like, that's because you're an eight and a half all the way. Well, the, the 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 worst thing was is the way she phrased that the, the way Marcellus told her was that he didn't just say you're an eight and a half. He flat out before said you're not a ten in looks, right. ath- like I think it's athletic ability and mm-hmm. brains. You're an eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Like so, he actually went out of his way to say you're not a ten, mm-hmm. yeah. and he goes out of his way to remind her 
yeah. all the time that she's an eight and a half. He didn't buy it. He didn't marry her for her queen, which is fine. That's fine. But she's an eight and a half of that. And I was like, I just want, I'm so, I want my husband to lie to me. When I ask him like, how do I look like, I want him to say, baby, you're great. You're the greatest. Like you're the best at doing this stuff. Now, if I need a, like a, a nice criticism, I really need to know and be like, Hey, am I sucking at this? Like you need to tell me the truth. Definitely tell me the truth. But when it comes to stuff like that, mm. like I definitely want, these are the little white lies that we tell each other to the people that, that we tell the people that we love that like, you're the best, like you're a 10. This is why I married you because I love you because you're the best at doing these certain things. You may not be great at this other thing, but I'm not going to rub it in your fucking face all the goddamn time because that's him putting himself on this pedestal. But the, She's there's a cognitive dissonance that I was like seeing in her eyes between what she was like trying to mm. project of like, I'm okay with this. Like I am so real. I'm the cool girl. He tells me I'm an eight and a half and I know I'm an eight and a half and I'm fine with being an eight and a half. He tells me this mm. all the time. Mm. I'm fine with it. I really am fine with it. I work really hard on my body. I worked really hard to be the perfect wife. I work really hard to be perfect at everything. And I'm still only an eight and a fucking half. Like, <laughs> That's the energy I was getting from her. And I was just like, I feel for you, girl. Well, like, you no. know, she's not even an eight and a half housewife. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry. I think this is a, going to be a one season. I think she's going to be one and done. She's friend of at this point. I mean, we're too late I mean, in the season. they pushed her so far back. Yeah. Yeah, they pushed her. And now we have to wonder um, how that, why she was pushed so far to be called full time. So, well, it she's seems really like, a friend. Of I'm, I, I, was, I mean, I like we spoke for several weeks. I was shocked they showed Marcellus at all. Like mm-hmm. you'd think that they would at least edit oh. him out. Like they could do her, they could show her with her kids without showing him. But they made a point of showing him. Well, I mean, the, this these allegations came out fairly recently. The well, yes, was but like re- recent and airing. Would they? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I, I mean, they it came out it. about two months ago. Yeah, I mean, they could have, I guess, just cut that out. But yeah, no, you're right. I don't think they had. They I mean, they didn't cut it. Russell. Like they didn't. They they keep it in. I mean, if it's a headline, they'll generally keep it in. Mm-hmm. So that's honestly that's probably more of what we know about the family now than we do from Housewives. So this is true. Not a great claim to fame, but I had never heard of Marcellus before this. Yeah, um, it it seems like her only role so far in the show is that she's just Kyle's henchman. Like yes. that's all she like. And, and honestly, I, again, I don't I don't have as much backstory as you guys because I've only started watching. But to me, this season, that's all Dorit is as well. They're just Kyle's hench people. Like she just sicks them on them. You know, like guard well, I, dogs. Yeah. I mean, it's a good strategy for Amory. She's, I think she's coming in too strong and it's too transparent. But basically, think of it like being a new kid, being a new kid on the playground. She latched onto one of the most popular, one of the mm-hmm. most powerful. So she's trying to, because she doesn't really have an organic connection to these people. She's Kyle's neighbor a couple blocks down the same street but she doesn't seem to have really met these women and stuff so i think she's really diving in by um, trying to be kyle's number two trying to be kyle's teddy she's Ew. kind of in that in that teddy position where she's going after the women she lives up the street no one likes her 
<laughs> Sound familiar? Teddy 2.0. We could just call her yeah. we'll call her Ted Marie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am though, I have to say, I am not so much the Anne Marie part, like her calling her calling Sutton out doesn't really meet, carry much weight with her weird medical uh, her medical interpretations. But I have to say something this Kyle and Sutton fight, even the fight over um eating disorders essentially, Sutton at least is earning her check this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't mean I, I think she's. This is the first season she's been a true, real house. Like she's filling the void, kind of Rena left. She's like actually being the troublemaker and the like drama starter. She's fully engaged. Mm-hmm. I think that's the word for it. Activated is that what they say in the Bravo world? Yeah, I think she 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 definitely t- has the best reaction shots. I love the Sutton reaction mm. shots when somebody says because they always use them for like the the teasers too for like pre commercial. It's always that shock look she has. It's it I I don't know if she's doing it on purpose, but it's perfect. Sometimes it's a little. Uh, sometimes it's a little uh, put like car- on, cartoonish. And uh, no, also too, like when someone calls her out and she kind of plays dumb, she'll be like, "Did your hu- did your husband do any? Did your husband do something?" And they'll be like, "Are you saying he cheated?" She'll be like, "I never said he cheated." Like she gets mm-hmm. this, like like she's gasping for air and speaking slowly and stunned. I'm like. Okay, okay, Southern Belle, we got it. Blanche Dubois. She's playing dirty. <laughs> it's very yeah, yeah, it's very passive aggressive Southern Belle, but at least she's she's had to get her hands dirty this season. So I give her credit for for getting her hands dirty. <laughs> I do like to I've been thinking about this um this since I watched it and it's funny to me that um these accusations of eating disorders being thrown about all over Beverly Hills. Cause it's, I mean, I guess anything in the housewives world, but in LA Beverly Hills specifically, everyone's on something or doing something like some programs in their circle. So it's like, it's not the show. Everyone has an issue. And I think that's why everyone's, at each other's jugulars over it because it's like oh want to call out my eating disorder i'll call out your eating disorder you know Mm -hmm. you have a drug problem well you have a drink i have a drug problem you have a drinking problem it's like everyone it's like a standoff because everyone has the same skeletons in their closet i agree if if i had to pick like the the best allies to have on the show, like the people like, like an Anne Marie to have your back. Um, I would Sutton has uh, Garcelle and Crystal, which I would take them because mm. they have just been hysterical. <laughs> when, um, when Dorit found out that um, about the, the drinking, when, when Sutton was like, um, you know, who, who told you that, that Kyle and, and I were talking about, you know, you're drinking and she said oh crystal told me and then dorit like runs over to crystal thinks she, she's gonna corner her, and she's like did you did you tell her and crystal's like yeah i did <laughs> and, and then they they talked about getting the the dorit interrogation mm-hmm. where she just yeah. kept asking her questions after questions and crystal just said she's like i'm bored i love her <laughs> nothing phased her she's just like looks straight at her i'm like i'm bored because also crystal has money 
Crystal's rich too. Like Crystal don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. She's like, she's like, bitch, I'm not lying about how much money I have. Like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, that's the thing. Like Sen and I actually have money, you know? And also Carcel's not going to bullshit me. So like they're, they're three peas she- in a pod in that sense. Like, yeah. That, yeah. That was another thing where, um, where Kyle said to Sutton, like, you, will you accuse my husband of cheating? And Sutton's like, no, I didn't. And basically said, no, that was Garcelle. And Kyle's like, Garcelle, was that you? And Garcelle's like, yeah, it was me. Yeah, yeah I did <laughs> say that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I love Garcelle. Like, again, my Sagittarius sister, because that's the thing. It's like, if you're like, oh, Stacey, did you say that? I'll be like, yeah, I said that. Like, even if it's, I'll be like, yeah, I said that. If I didn't say it, I will say I did not say that. Like, but if I said mm. it, I'll be like, yeah, I said it. Like, Yeah. Like let's not let's not blame somebody else. I said that. I would like to see with that. I would like to see Garcelle get a break and not have to carry the the ball across the line for Sutton. There is a lot of. Uh, I feel like Garcelle carries a little bit of an unfair burden, kind of. <laughs> bolstering Sutton in these tense situations. Well, that is the history of race in America, you know, of basically, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you white, like but, black I mean, yeah, women doing would, the hard work for all, all white people. So yeah, there we go. Yeah. I mean, I think she's, I, Sutton does rely on her a lot on the show. You can, you can see anytime it gets heated and Garcelle actually said that an episode or two ago mm-hmm. where she said, I think I'm going to have to like let Sutton, take care of some things on her own. Like she can't hold her hand through these conflicts, but Sutton has improved. Give her that. But I She's think that's also messier. like you do have to do. It's just like with children or like boyfriends and husbands, like you have to let them fail. You have to let, let them like fall down and yeah. do this stuff on their own in order for them to grow. Like you can be a good friend. It's, it's kind of that conundrum though. I think that does happen, especially on housewives, but in, in relationships in general, people think if you're my friend, you have to be loyal. 100%. You have to back it up. You have to be there for me. You have to do my dirty work too. And that's not what being a friend is Mm -hmm. like being a friend is like having somebody's back, but not doing their dirty work or just even doing their work for them. Like they have to do their work. Like I'll be there for you. But like Garcelle saying, Garcelle standing up and not letting Sutton take the fall for that comment is being a friend saying, no, I said that. Mm -hmm. But then she didn't like take, take over the baton and was like, and da, 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 da. And this is why I said it. And this, and you shouldn't be in on Sutton. No, she just let it go there. It was just like, no, I said that this way. I said it like, don't, you know, stop putting words in other people's mouth. And that's the thing, at least on Beverly Hills, that, that Kyle and Dorit do a lot. They, they misappropriate things that were said to the, uh, to the wrong person, to the person that they are mad at at the time. Mm. And they'll do that when clear there's, you know, photo, there's evidence that it was like, no, this person said it. So there's on other shows, other people are culprits. So there's, there's always a culprit and like Beverly Hills isn't a, there's always a housewife or two who will always do that. So on every on every one i would i would gladly do sudden's dirty work oh my god we need Anytime. we need it a, sounded, yeah we gotta slide in we gotta get you to slide into her dms or something like that well mostly it's because i want to be friends with avi to be honest i just want, I I want to get in that circle 
that episode, I kind of wanted an Avi spinoff, but the way, cause the way that he was getting so neurotic with her this time, I mm-hmm. was, I was like, oh yeah, tell him to shut the fuck up at this yeah. moment. Like he was with a little her. too much. With, I was like, no, 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 no. When no. she was messing with the wreath and he was yeah. just losing it. And I, oh, when he passed the, the second, the other assistant passed them, like uh-huh. when they were getting ready to, for oh the party God. and he actually just told him, <laughs> you don't need to wear sunglasses in here. You're not a celebrity. And then just kept walking. I'm like, <laughs> oh, he is my favorite kind of bitch. I love Avi. He is the best. You know, bitch. when I was watching this, I kept thinking, and now I need to do a side by side. If if it turns out well, maybe I'll put it online. He kind of reminds, I kept picturing him like a, a like George Santos. Ah! It reminds me a little bit of George Santos. Yeah, the lo- yeah. he look. Yeah, I can see that. that was, now it's just clicked. Oh. oh, by the way, did you see who else? Uh, one quick thing: who is also at uh, Sutton's party from Orange County slash the oh. White House? Megan King Edmonds. Yep. Yeah. She was in the background. Was a, they didn't her. even credit her, though. Mm-mm. They didn't credit her, though. Though usually, if there's a house, a fellow housewife from another city, they'd put Sutton's friend or Kyle's friend. Like when Cynthia was at the dinner party last week, they, Megan was just like left to eagle-eyed fans mm-hmm. to zoom in on and figure out. <laughs> Poor Megan. One, what, one last thing with 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 your favorite Kim. Um, I did love that. It was kind of adorable. It was cute when she met the artist and she, when when she was introduced to the artist and she's like, "Oh, I'm an artist too." And the other the mm-hmm. other uh, the, the artist was like, oh, "Like interested? Like, oh, really? What do you do?" And Kim's just like, "I draw on the wall. I just <laughs> like I just draw on the wall with markers," which is selling herself short because those actually really are good. The ones that they keep they showing are. showing pictures of, if those are the ones she's doing, but the fact that she just makes it sound like a child, like I draw on my wall with markers. I just have a feeling though, like, because I've enjoyed seeing them again, but like, if you went into her house, like, just isolated some of those pictures, if those murals, that artwork from her walls, if it was framed up, it'd be perfect. It'd be like, yeah, this is pretty good. But if you went into her, her house and you saw the drawings on the walls and maybe how it was set up, maybe she might look like a uh, not sane person at the moment. Do you know what I mean? It might look kind of Great Gardens ish. Um, yeah. Like, like, I was gonna say a little gray gardens with a, like, with a touch. I hope of they're mis- not lost. She is having her home redone now, so um, I hope I hope the artwork's not lost. Maybe maybe they could cut out some and yeah. send it to the clubhouse or the Smithsonian. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Or <laughs> the Paley Center for Television. <laughs> yeah. So I mean I don't know if those were are lost to renovation, but. Yeah. Speaking of a masterpiece, a work of art from some classic housewives. <laughs> I, I, I've been watching all weekend. I binged a bit the new uh, Real Housewives Girls Trip New York Legacy. Mm-hmm. Return to Scary Island. Mm-hmm. Although really it's like How Return to like Pirate I- I- Island. You know, because mm-hmm. it's the, they're going back to St. Bart's where both Luann and Sonia hooked up with the pirate and Aviva had a breakdown. And yeah. Same Sonya house. And Ramona white trash, white trash. Yeah, exactly. Same house, which is great. I love that. I love that they did that. Um, I watched the first episode. Um, I need to watch the rest. I just, yeah. Um, 
I, I like it. Okay, so I have some thoughts about this. Mm-hmm. I was saying this is just like production perspective or whatever. I like this format better in Legacy where it's women from one cast, one show. Not one cast, one show. Mm-hmm. I'm not really that into these crossover girls trips. It feels kind of put on and a little competitive with – um. Like, I don't know, like some fantasy, like traders or bachelorette style. You know what I mean? It's less lifestyle. And mm-hmm. um, when it's just like, I got sucked back into this New York legacy girls trip because it really was like the complete New York experience. You have the classic ones and they're, they're referencing and doing like, they're even like, yeah, you know, they're doing flashbacks. It felt like you were back in the show, like a real mm-hmm. Housewives show. Mm-hmm. It was interesting because Kelly Ben Simone, she's she's very different from when she had been originally on the show, but then at the same time, very mm-hmm. the same. Because there'd be a moment where I was like, whoa, she really is like matured a bit and like things have changed, you know, and she opened up to Dorinda. And I thought, I thought that was very like real and poignant right there. And was good and, and mm-hmm. explained a lot, but then but then she starts going off on Kristen Takeman about Kristen being a fan of the show, basically, and like knowing all this stuff. And I was like, oh, there's there's the old Kelly Ben Simone, like a little like, because yeah. I got where Kristen's coming from. Kristen was only on for a few seasons, but she, I, I get Kristen in the fact of like memory wise, like I'm kind of that person. I was like, I remember that. I remember like. I, I'll just remember things of things that I don't even care about, but because I hear them mm-hmm. and I associate them with something like, so if she just knows about stuff, also I'm sure she gets people asking her about stuff all the time. Or I remember when you mm-hmm. did this, Kelly Benson just doesn't give a fuck. She just being yeah. on Roni was Kelly like a was blip kind for her. Of doing by Kelly calling out that Kristen is a fan. Essentially she's referencing point. She was basically doing the, be- what she did to Bethany. Yeah. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm above yeah. the show. You're a fan beneath the mm-hmm. show. And so that was kind of bitchy, but it was bitchy. Cause they were on for the same length of time. I believe. Yeah. You know? you're right. Two it's- seasons, right? Yep, two seasons each. So it's not like one is any, like the only thing that Kelly has is that Scary Island is iconic, but kind of mm-hmm. for all the wrong reasons for Kelly. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah. anyway, yeah. Then we have two um, Dorinda on there. Oh man. Dorinda hasn't changed. Dorinda, the, they went right back into it with on pause on pause versus fired and she really can't let that go she can't she can't she cannot yeah she cannot. i have a theory about that i've, I've been thinking about it because for some reason she can take any she can take a lot she seems to be a tough person and it's the weirdest little things that trigger her like that on pause versus saying fired it's that meme of her from, from from I think the Cartagena like trip or something like that when she was like I get sensitive I do and it's like yes you do girlfriend oh my god she is a Sagittarius too but god damn it she's a fucking moody Sagittarius if I've ever seen one she's yeah she's a little bit of a gremlin I'm I'm sorry <laughs> when she gets upset I don't know how else to describe when you get her it. wet or you it's after midnight <laughs> she enters into a gremlin. <laughs> 
it's really just like, and you know, the type she's like, I don't care. I don't care. Obvious. She's one of those people. It was like, I don't care, which means she's obsessed and she's angry. Um, but I was trying to process like through, a like trying to get in her head and what, what, what could be so sensitive. Cause she is, I imagine very comfortable. She does. She's one of the ones who doesn't necessarily need the money. So like for her to be so sensitive about her status with the network, but I was thinking about this and it's kind of sad. I don't know. Or sentimental, but she came on kind of like a grieving widow. Mm -hmm. And maybe this was her, this was her new life. Um, remember, Richard died kind of suddenly. Like it was over the co- very quickly, and she watched him die, and they had the perfect life. And I wonder if Housewives gave her a new lease on life. And then by saying fired once again, it was take her happiness or her purpose was taken away. I can see that. Yeah. So, yeah. Totally. I really totally. like to just think they're all awful, but I did start getting a little soft there. And mm-hmm. I was like, maybe this is why there's like a pain inside her about this. There's and definitely it's... a pain inside her about it. also. And she's spoken about this before with Richard. She had a certain status with Richard and because mm-hmm. of, because of like his positions professionally. And, and so she had, she had status with Richard and certain status and that, kind of goes away when he dies it would go away if they got divorced Mm -hmm. and so she loses that and the status as a housewife is very different type of status but still it's a bit of a status and i think she is somebody who is concerned with status not in the way that like Mm -hmm. luann used to be and like some other people are concerned with status she's not overtly concerned with status i would say she's not somebody who verbalizes that at least not publicly but i think it is something that matters to her in her heart and so to be fired from housewives mm-hmm. hurt her ego because it hurt the status that she had built up this like, yeah. public status too and being on pause makes her she can kind of loosely say she's still a housewife she wasn't fired she's not an ex-housewife in her mind Mm -hmm. she thinks it gives her the right to say i I know like you said it's not much of a status or a title but it is something in that Mm -hmm. world are you current are you ex were you a friend of were you just a friend of Mm -hmm. like you know what i mean like and so for her especially she had been a fan favorite for a while mm-hmm. i mean she came in like like miley cyrus said a wrecking ball mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> i mean she really became a star and has that og energy because she knew them for so she long she does i mean yeah you get that feeling you'd get that feeling about her but she also oh fuck i just lost my thought It'll come back to me. It'll come back to me at an inopportune time when we're talking about something else, probably during mm-hmm. pop culture. But we'll <laughs> that's the life. Ah, oh, god damn it! Uh, yeah, oh. I do like. Okay, this is funny because now we know again. Like you guys were talking about with Anne Mar- Anne Marie and her husband's allegations, but it's like the show is already wrapped and stuff. It's funny if I we didn't know that Ramona had been fired for what horrible things she said right before this came out, just watching it, you could tell she tried working on her on camera manners. Mm -hmm. I noticed how much more polite she was to staff there. 
did you catch that? She was like, could you please bring us some more wine? Thank you so much. I mm-hmm. appreciate it. And you could tell she was just like a little kid who had just learned manners. And, like, <laughs> and she was being a little softer with the staff. She was even pretending not to care too much about what room she got. Pretty she gave it an effort. It failed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, exactly. Especially when as soon as she and she and Sonia got that master bedroom again, you know. Yeah. But it, of course, then she was compl- she was complaining about how the how in the closet the bar wasn't high up high enough, so our, her, all of her stuff was dragging on the floor. I remember the concierge was like, "I'll have a talk with the architect," and I just because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was like somebody really needs to like change this and he was like i'll have a talk with the architect it's like uh, i just love uh, hearing no, the staff do- talk in french and then having the subtitles of like what all they're saying and i was like yeah <laughs> only oh, and only luann will know what they're saying he's like <laughs> She's kind of been the host of this trip. You know, Luann's like probably like one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And I, I do like, that's why I like this one because there isn't some weird crossover mashup where they're all out of their element. They're bringing us back to New York. You know, it feels like we just tune into a new season. And so I do like this. I just, I don't know if they could do it for every show. I don't know. Like, um, New York's in the unique position of having been recast, rebooted, so they can do a legacy one. But, I mean, if you did one with, like, Beverly Hills, what are you going to get? Like, a Carlton, Yolanda, and Joy. I mean, it's not the same. This one was, like, the – it's not – it's hard to replicate this, but I think they did a really good Mm – I think this was a smart move. Yeah. Well, I'm actually watching, and I don't like to. And this one is happening instead Normally. of Morocco because it looks like Morocco is getting scrapped. 100%. Right. I mean, it looks like that. So that's what has been circulating this weekend, and we know um, everyone. I'm sure has seen Brandy has had a lot to say on Twitter about that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like- even. I don't follow Brandy, but she mm. uh, she showed up on my for you timeline quite a bit. And because the whole thing with the for you timeline, nothing's in order. So I've seen her her like rants, her spiraling rants, but they're not in order of any kind. Mm. So I just read them. I'm like, oh, I guess this is about that show. I have no idea what yeah. this is about. So yeah, the rumor is that, or what's being put out there is that you know they're canning the Morocco trip, which was because it's just like it's been so long. You know, New York. It was filmed before the currently airing New York Legacy. And they put that aside because of the Brandy, Caroline kind of legal gray area, whatever, conflict. And aired this. And as time goes on, it's becoming apparent they're probably just going to bury that bury that season so we'll never see it. Do you, do you, does anybody know how far into the season when that happened? Like, were they almost done or was it? Yeah, when- they were almost done. It was um, when that happened, they only had a couple, a day or two left on the trip. So mo- the tri- so they wrapped filming. They didn't stop oh, was filming was- the show. They sent Brandy to, they asked Brandy to move to different um, accommodations and um, arrangements were made for filming, but they didn't 
cut the season. They completely finished it normal. Every normally, everyone flew home, and then everything started leaking, and it became very murky. And now it's kind of like I don't know if Bravo knows what to do legally. I mean, their yeah. legal department is probably what's like. Well, I'm sure if, if they if Bravo had their way, they'd air it because of all yeah. people. People would watch the hell out of it. Yeah, people want it. See, I don't think it's Bravo like saying, oh, this is too distasteful to air. We've seen what they've aired before. I think it's like a bunch of legal issues. And I don't know what Caroline, I think she has an attorney. Um, it's kind of like maybe, maybe the maybe corporate and like the practical business minds are like, we don't want to touch this. So. Yeah. Fun fact, by the way, as a time between Legacy and Morocco, <laughs> I was watching it um, when they were showing um, Kristen's house back here because she moved, you know, they kept saying she moved to LA. She moved to Calabasas mm-hmm. and literal neighbors like down the street with Brand- Brandy and Kristen are like BFFs, like real life. Um, they hang out and they literally live like houses from each other. Man. So that was kind of, oh, and they, yeah, so. I still, I can't believe that Kristen's still married to her husband after the whole Ashley Matt, Ashley Madison, mm-hmm. like, affair, literally. <laughs> like, <laughs> it yeah, turns yeah. out he was on that, that website. Oh, my gosh. But, I mean. I think the argument I've heard, and she kind of said it, too, on this one, she doesn't think he really cheated. He thinks he was on there browsing. Uh, I, I mean, uh, well, I, I don't mean that innocent. Like, I don't mean like, oh, this wholesome curiosity. When that all fell apart, Ashley Madison, it turned out almost everyone was a guy on there. Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. So she, what she means is she doesn't think he actually closed the deal. <laughs> you know, his intentions weren't great, but she doesn't think he actually found a hookup. And she's standing by it. I mean, she said on this show, it's not like he actually cheated. Look, whatever whatever they decided to do with their marriage is, is their thing, you know? And obviously, it's yeah. still working because that happened, like, what, 10 years ago or so? So, mm-hmm. you know, they're still together. Their kids are, like, teenagers now. So it's it's working out. I just, when I saw that, because I hadn't, I hadn't done my research beforehand to see if they were still together. And I was like, oh, they're still mm-hmm. together. She, okay. All right, you know, like she got lucky. It was not another Don Gelvelson, David Bador. You know, we could go down the list of all these like horrible marriages yeah. type of things that have happened. So there we go. You know, good for her. Speaking of their successful marriage, if you guys would like to renew your vows to us each and every week, <laughs> make sure to subscribe to PCP so you get all the new episodes right when they drop. Also, rate review and share with your friends family enemies mistresses concierges whoever it might be um of course of course head on over to social media instagram and tiktok at pretty corrupt podcast and twitter at pretty corrupt one and of course from there you can follow all our personal accounts and all our very different colorful paths in life so (laughs) On that note, don't forget, this is the Bravo Breakdown, and there is also PCP Pop Culture. So depending on what you listen to first, see you next episode. Cause, cause, cause. No one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it.
we do it.